We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and an advocate is a lawyer. Dr. Tony Evans talks about the courtroom of the kingdom. God operates his kingdom legally, and the goal of this legal program is to institute God's plan. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. First off, we want to wish Dr. Evans a very happy 74th birthday. The actual date was yesterday, but it's not too late to say a quick prayer for him and send him a greeting on social media. Right now, though, he's about to decode some mysteries from the book of Daniel as he explores the heart of divine justice, painting a vivid picture of heaven's courtroom and offering a fresh perspective on God's judgment. Let's join him. Many of us have been ripped off. The enemy has successfully stolen from us that which God has intended for us. Many of us are living lives under the cloud of spiritual theft. He perpetually has stolen our joy. He perpetually steals our relationships. There's one phrase that if you ever understand this one phrase found in Daniel chapter 4 verse 26, it explains everything because the last phrase says, I want you to recognize that it is heaven that rules. I want you to recognize that it is heaven that rules. That is, up there rules down here. Up there, the spiritual realm, heaven, rules, and he's talking to a man on earth, rules the physical realm. It is in charge of it. I love the way Psalm 103 verse 19 says that God is sovereign and his sovereignty rules over all. That God is in charge even when Things are in disarray. Daniel chapter 7 verse 9 says, I was looking, Daniel says, until thrones were set up and the ancient of days took his seat. His vesture was like white snow and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was ablaze with flame. Its wheels were a burning fire. A river of fire was flowing. And coming out from before him, thousands upon thousands were attending him. And myriads upon myriads were standing before him. The court sat and the books were opened. Don't miss this. The ancient of days, God Almighty, comes into his throne. The throne is where the king rules. But we discover in verse 10 that the throne room, stay with me here, is also a courtroom. Because he says the court was seated. And the books were opened. God is sitting on a throne, but the ruler is also the judge because he's in a courtroom. 
In order for you to understand how the world works and how it affects your life, you must not only understand the rule of God, you must know how to operate in his court. It is a courtroom. So I want you to look at your life, my life, our collective lives, from the standpoint of a throne room that is serving double duty as a courtroom. Staying in chapter 7, verse 25, and he will speak out against the Most High and wear down the saints of the highest one. And he will intend to make alterations in times and in law, law, court. And they will be given into his hand for a time, times, and a half time. But the court will sit for judgment. That's what courts do. And his dominion will be taken away, annihilated, and destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty, the dominion, and the greatness of all the kingdoms under the whole earth will be given to the people of the saints of the highest one. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom and all the dominions will serve and obey him. Here is a future picture of the Antichrist. And the Antichrist that which is against Christ, Antichrist, is going to seek to rule. But the Antichrist will be brought to court. And when the Antichrist is brought to court, it says the sovereignty and dominion, which is rule, throne, the sovereignty and dominion of God will override him. It says... In times, times, and half a time, three and a half years, the Antichrist is going to seek to subvert the saints and the program of God. Now, he's talking about the end times, but according to 1 John chapter 4, the first four verses, many Antichrists have already come. So what he's talking about that will happen is already operating in the world that which is against Christ. Just like in this illustration, the goal of the Antichrist will be to subvert the saints so that the program of God is not instituted. The many Antichrists that operate now is trying to subvert the purposes of God for your life. And he does that by stealing what God has purposed for you. Please note, going back to verse 9 and 10 of chapter 7, he says, when the folks were set, when everybody sat down, the books were open. We got a king sitting on a throne, but a judge sitting on a bench, and it's the same person, okay? Because he's in charge. You've heard a judge say, this is my court. I'm in charge here but it's also my judgment. So God is in the judgment seat. He's also in the court. But the problem is there is a complainant. There is somebody 
in that court that's trying to take something from you. Revelation chapter 12, verse 10, says that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. This is a legal term, but it says he accuses us day and night. Well, this is a legal term. Let me give you another one. 1 Peter 5.8. 1 Peter 5.8 says that your adversary, the devil, is looking for those he can destroy. 1 Peter 5.8. The word adversary means a complainant in a lawsuit. So the way Satan robs you is by taking you to court. He takes you to court and the grounds by which he can take you to court is he has something to accuse you about. Let's pretend we're in a court. Satan comes into the courtroom and says, Your Honor, because he has to submit to God, Your Honor, you can't fulfill your purpose in his life or their lives, in their family, in their church, in their community. Because remember, we saw one of the angels was the prince of Persia. So he was over a whole town. He was over a whole nation. So just so you know, Dallas has demons. Texas has demons. America has demons. Because they are situated not only over individual lives, but over individual environments. So when you go home today, there is a demon centered around your house to make sure you and your wife don't get along, to make sure you and your kids don't get along. He is situated in order to create a legal case he can take to court. He wants to take it to court. When you read your Bible, you will find a great deal of legalese. You'll find judges and judgments and laws, and lawsuits. You'll find all the benches. You'll find all of that in the Bible because God operates his kingdom legally. There are legal, and there's a word for that, there's a legal governance. And the goal of this legal program is to institute God's plan. The goal of Satan is to take you to court and to appeal to the judge as to why you should not get that answer to that prayer. Why you should not get that deliverance from that dilemma. Why you should not get that relief from your financial burden. Why you should not get a reversal of your situation. He will charge you as an adversary with a lawsuit and accuse you before the judge. But Satan can be stopped in his tracks. Dr. Evans will come back to tell us more about how to do that in just a moment. First, though, you can dig even deeper into today's subject and put the principles to work with the help of Tony's new book, Kingdom Authority. It's a look at the divine right God gave believers to live a victorious life and how we can harness that power to overcome challenges, resist temptation, and live a purpose-driven life. This brand-new hardback edition is yours when you make a contribution to help us keep the alternative coming your way each day. But that's just the beginning. Along with the book, you'll get the companion study guide that'll help you dig deeper into the content and share it with your small group or Bible study. It also contains links to video teaching segments from Tony, packed with all new content. Then, to top it all off, we'll send you all 12 full-length messages in the Authority of God teaching series. 
This giant resource package is yours with our thanks when you make a donation to help us keep Tony's teaching on this station. You can get the details and make the arrangements instantly at TonyEvans.org or call our 24-hour resource center at 1-800-800-3222 and let one of our team members help you. 1-800-800-3222. Well, Dr. Evans will come back with more of today's message right after this. Hey there, Kingdom Agenda Pastors. It can get lonely leading a congregation on your own. If you're looking for a community that's committed to Christ, come to the Kingdom Leaders Summit. You'll hear great insights from powerful speakers like Dr. Tony Evans and have the chance to connect with like-hearted Kingdom leaders. Uncover fresh perspectives and renew your vision for Kingdom advancement. Don't miss this event. Register now at kap2023.com. That's kap2023.com. Now, please notice, it says in verse 10, that the books were open. Okay? So the question is, what is in the book? Your book is what God has written when before you were born, he purposed for you. That's your book. What has been written about you? What is the goal of that book about whatever is in that book about your life. Hebrews chapter 10. In the book of Hebrews, he's calling us to understand what God is about. Verse 5, he says, therefore, when it comes into the world, he says, sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In Whole burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, behold, I have come in the scroll of the book. It is written of me to do your will, O God. So here it is. That's Jesus talking there. Jesus says, I have a book too. I have a book. The God man, when he came to earth, had to get a human book. And in Jesus' book was lined out his life and the contents of the book was to do thy will, O God. So just like his book, your book, is to fulfill God's purpose for your life. Your book is his purpose, his will, his plan. Now, as Jesus lived his life, what did Satan try to do? He tried to erase stuff out of Jesus' book. He did it at his birth by trying to keep him from being born by killing or killing him at a young age. He did it in the temptation in the wilderness to get him to disobey the word of God. He did it by getting the enemies to rise up to kill him before the time. They even tried to get him by trying to make him king, which, which was a position that was not in the will of God. It was a job description that paid a high salary that wasn't in the will of God. So if I couldn't break him, I raise him up to get him out of the will of God. And then, of course, in the Garden of Gethsemane, when Jesus was there and sweat is coming down as of blood, 
He had to make the decision of a lifetime. Not my will, but thy will be done. So Satan spent all of his time seeking to take away from Jesus the plan God purposed for his birth. The goal of Satan for you and me is to take away from our lives the purpose for which we were created in the first place. So he accuses the brethren day and night in order to bring up a case against you. So when you go to God and you go to God to fix it, you go to God to reverse it, you go to God to heal it, you go to God to change it, the prosecuting attorney stands up. Just a minute, Your Honor. Just one minute. You can't give him, you can't give her what she just asked for because I got a case here. Let me tell you what they did yesterday. Let me tell you what they did the day before. In fact, let me tell you what they're thinking there in church. I got a case against them. So you can't, you can't give them what they asked for because I have a case against them. Now, I'm going to get a little ahead of myself, but whenever somebody has a case against you, you better have a good lawyer on your side. You better have a defense attorney who knows what they are doing. I don't want to go too far too fast, but I do know a good lawyer. He's called Jesus Christ, the righteous. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, and an advocate is a lawyer. So he's speaking in court terms where when you go to God, you don't only go there relationally, you go there legally. Everybody wants God to rule on their behalf. Everybody wants to be highly favored. Everybody wants God to do something for them who are not pursuing a relationship with him. They have no time for him. They don't have no time to spend with him. They have no time to pray to him. They have no time to learn about him. They have no time to include him, but they want him to hear the merits of the case. And so I want you now to think of the battle you are in to reclaim what has been stolen from you. A decision has to be made in court. And if you can't litigate it properly in court, then you will not have the authority to get back what the enemy has stolen. So when we go through this process, we're going to try to turn everybody in here into a litigating attorney so that you know how to go take your case to court so that you can exercise spiritual authority, watch this, over whatever has been written in your book. There are people here today who I know need a verdict from heaven. You need heaven to intercede and change something. He has robbed years from your life, dignity from your person, He has messed with your mind. He has stolen from you. And the problem is you got a prosecuting attorney in court and you haven't even shown up. They haven't even shown up. Where is the defendant? 
You haven't shown up. But it says that when the Antichrist came and tried to, to take the saints down, it says that the ruler of the kingdom stood up and shut him down. I wonder if anybody in here today needs God to shut the devil down. Need to shut him down. Because he got too much say so. You need to, you need to shut him down. Because you need somebody on your side who says, I object, your honor. I object. One of Satan's goals is to take your life before the time. That's one of his goals is to shut you down, shut me down, shut us down completely. Before it's appointed, the man wants to die. So there's an appointed time, but he, he wants to break the appointment. Or he wants to make life so miserable for you that it's no longer worth living. So it's time. It's time for you, me, our families, and our church to go to court. To go to that court, the heavenly court. Dr. Evans will come back in a moment to tell us about an earthly courtroom that may sound familiar. You'll want to stay with us for that. Well, if you'd like to have a copy of today's message to review on your own or pass along to a friend, just contact us for details on the title, The Courtroom of the Kingdom. Better yet, get this message as part of Tony's current two-volume teaching series, The Authority of God. Remember, right now, for a limited time, you can get all 12 lessons in this powerful collection as our gift, along with Tony's brand new book, Kingdom Authority, and the companion Bible study guide packed with links to custom video content you won't find anywhere else. This entire resource package is yours if you request it before time runs out and include a contribution to help us keep this program coming your way. Call our Resource Center at 1-800-800-3222 to make the arrangements. It's open around the clock. That's 1-800-800-3222 or visit TonyEvans.org. Finally, I want to remind you that Tony's messages are now available in Spanish through our brand new mobile app, Tony Evans in Español. It's free to download from the app stores. Be sure to let your Spanish-speaking friends and relatives know. Just look for Tony Evans in Español. Whatever language you speak, the good news of eternal life through Jesus Christ is the same. But if you don't know what that means, if you don't know how good the good news really is, Tony would love to tell you. Visit TonyEvans.org today and follow the link at the top that says Jesus. You'll find answers to your questions, a simple prayer that can change your life, and free follow-up resources. Every time we let the devil get the upper hand in our lives, we surrender a little bit of territory that doesn't belong to him. But tomorrow, Dr. Evans will explain that it's not too late to go back and turn those defeats into victories. I hope you'll be with us for that. Right now, though, he's back with a final story to wrap up our time together for today. I used to love seeing Judge Judy shut folk down. <laughs> Judge Judy would, would shut somebody down. She'd say, in a minute, I wasn't talking to you. In other words, I'm in charge up in here. It's my court. You don't want him shutting you down. You want him to shut the accuser down. And he gives some rules that we're going to learn about of how to shut him down. And, I, and I'm expecting 
I'm expecting some testimonies of some people who say, guess what God gave me back? Devil took it, but God gave it back. The devil took my dignity, I got my dignity back. He took my decency, I got my decency back. Took my joy, I got my joy back. Took my marriage, got my marriage back. Took my kids, got my kids back. Took my job, got my job back. Took my finances, got my finances back. Took my future, I got my future back. Took my friends, I got my friends back. Took my life, and I got my life back. Time to reclaim what the devil has stolen from you. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 